Hi everyone, thanks for joining us today. We're so glad you're here. Our vision is to bring people closer to God by bringing God to them. My prayer is that this message will be a blessing to your heart. Stay tuned. Romans 14, verse 17. I'd like to minister from there the title, Joy, the Serious Business in Heaven. Hallelujah. Joy, the serious business in heaven. Hallelujah. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but the kingdom of God is righteousness, is peace, and it is joy in the Holy Spirit. Bishop, I've ministered a lot concerning righteousness. All right, so I will touch on it, but if you want to know more about that subject, you have to get the CDs from Bishop's message. And in the verses before, starting from verse 14, Paul the Apostle is dealing with um, you know, some stuff that he says, I know and I'm convinced by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself. There were a group of people who said, I, I do not eat papusa. And there was the other group who says, I eat papusa. All right? Whatever it is, I eat meat. And this other group of people say, we don't eat meat. And Paul is telling you there's nothing wrong about meat in itself. All right? It's nothing unclean of itself. But to him who considers anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. All right, and we have to respect that, he says. Going further in verse 15, he says, Yet, if your brother is grieved because of your food, you are no longer walking in love. Do not destroy with your food the one who, you know, for the one who Christ died. So, for that reason, I would not put my brother aside because he does not eat meat or I eat meat, whatever. And he goes on to say in verse 17, uh, verse 17 all right, for the kingdom of God, the, the, the essential thing here is the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of God is more relevant than just eating and drinking, okay? The kingdom of God, eating and drinking, they are of no significance when it comes to the kingdom of God, all right? He says there, the kingdom of God is righteousness, is peace, and it is what? Joy in the Holy Ghost. I say the kingdom of God is God's way of doing a thing. The kingdom of God is what? God's way of doing a thing. He is the king. It is his domain. In his domain, these three things, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost are signature characters or characteristics of God's rule. You will always see if God is present somewhere, you will see righteousness, you will see peace, and you experience what? Joy. Hallelujah. You know, when Jesus was instructing his disciples concerning the Lord's prayer, that's one of the prayers he told them to pray. 
He said, pray this prayer. Thy kingdom come. Can you say that with me? Say, Lord, Lord, let your kingdom come. Lord, let your way be done in my finances, in my relationships. I want your way. I do not want my way. Hallelujah. Righteousness is God's way of doing things. Hallelujah. So I do not want my way to be predominant any longer. I want your way, God. Hallelujah. And that's what righteousness is. Jesus said, pray this prayer. Hallelujah. And therefore, we can pray that prayer concerning my family, my children. Lord, let your kingdom come. Let righteousness come in the lives of my children. I want to see the peace of God permanently in my children, in my home, in the nations. May your kingdom come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The scripture says, he who knew no sin became sin, that we may become the what? Righteousness of God. Say, I am the righteousness of God. Now, now listen now. I am God's way of doing stuff here on earth. Listen. <laughs> we, we, we are God carriers. Okay? I am the righteousness of God. God's way. When God spoke to Abraham in Genesis chapter 15, God had blessed Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. God said, I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and you will be a blessing to nations. In chapter 15, Abraham is blessed. Abraham is a rich man. Even in chapter 14, we see him. He had destroyed five kings had come against him and taken his, his nephew Lot. He gathered men, men from his house, and he was able to go and fight against five kings and their soldiers, and he was able to deliver Lot from there, and he brought the loot. So Abraham was wealthy. So when Abraham looked at his wealth, Abraham went back to God and said, God, will, you know what you have given unto me, the blessings you spoke to me, it's too big for my one. It will outlast me, the promises that you have given to me. He said you will make of me a nation. Will this servant in my house be the one who will inherit all these things? Because you have not given me a seed. So God took Abraham outside. Can you count the stars? Abraham said no. Can you count the sand? Abraham said no. And in verse 7, verse the B, he says, Abraham believed God, and God said, that is righteousness. All you have to do, trust God. That what God has said, God is able to make it happen. Tell somebody you are the righteousness of God. I don't have to wear white. I don't have to wear a head tie. I don't have to take off my shoes to show that I am righteous. No. All I have to do is believe. 
Hallelujah. I just got to trust God that I am healed. I don't feel it. It doesn't look so, but I can trust God that God is big enough to do what he said he is capable of doing. Hallelujah. I heard a story with uh, Kenneth, Kenneth, Kenneth Hagen. He said he was on a sick bed. And whenever he closed one eye, he has so much sickness. When he closed one eye, another eye opened. You know, and the devil kept on speaking to him that night and said, this time you will not receive your healing. He said the whole night the enemy kept on his back saying, tonight you will not receive this healing. And the old man, he said in between one eye opening, one eye closing, he began to laugh. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. And the devil said, what are you laughing at? Tonight, you will not receive your healing. And he said for 45 minutes, he was just there. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. And the enemy kept so mad. What are you laughing at? He said, I don't have to receive it because Jesus received it for me. 2,000. You so late. 2,000 years ago, Jesus received it. Hallelujah. And I believe it. Hallelujah. And today he's healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So righteousness is me trusting and believing that God is able to do what he says he's able to do. Righteousness is God's way of doing a thing. So when we look in your life, we look in your family, this, we are in the kingdom now. It's no longer what I am capable of doing. It's all about what God is able to do and what God has done. And I'm able to trust God. And because of that, I now am a conduit. I am a channel through which God has chosen to do things here on earth. Hallelujah. It says God is looking for those who will worship him, who will do business with him through faith. Hallelujah. In truth, through the word of God, trusting, believing him. And I say, I'm it. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I am the righteousness of God. Through Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, I am able to do all things. Amen. So, righteousness is the first one, and then there's peace. Paul continues speaking about the kingdom, saying that it is peace. The kingdom of God is shalom. Nothing lacking, nothing broken. Romans 5 verse 1 says, now that we have been justified, now that we have been made righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Tell someone, I have peace with God. I'm no longer fighting against God. Hallelujah. I'm no longer going contrary to that which God wants done. I and God, we have 
smoked the proverbial peace pipe. I, I'm now on God's side. I have peace with God. Not only do I have peace with God for the fact that I'm no longer going contrary to God. God has become Emmanuel to me. He is with me. Can you say he is with me? So the same kind of peace God experiences, I experience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I now have peace with God. Tell somebody, I have peace with God. I'm no longer at war with God. In Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7, the scripture says, Be careful or don't be anxious for anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And he says, and the peace of God. And the peace of God. Which what? shall keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I have peace with God. You know, I found out that anxiety, worry, being stressful, these things are not good for the human body. They are killers. You know, you're worrying concerning something that you have no control over. Your mind is, it's impossible to wrap your mind around that thing, and therefore you are so anxious about it. I found people who have died because someone so close to them died, and the, the, the kid, they are so grieved until all of a sudden some sickness just strapped itself on them. And the person dies too. You know, it, after the Civil War in Liberia, there were people who left before the war. When they returned and saw their houses broken down, they collapsed with heart attack right there and died. You were, you were, you were saved. You didn't go through hunger like me. You didn't go through all kinds of stress like me. You sat down here in America, in Europe, eating whatever they were eating. <laughs> and then you just returned and didn't see a roof removed, and then you collapse. You know, there are people who give themselves over to worry and all kinds of stuff. The word of God says here, don't be anxious. You are now in the kingdom. Don't give yourself over to anxiety. Yeah, I think two Fridays ago, I took an Uber from home here. I was talking to the driver, and he happened to be a Muslim. So I was so engaged in asking this guy's question, 
All of a sudden, my phone rang. Took my phone out of my pocket. It was my wife. You have to answer the wife. So I answered her, rushing in order to continue talking to this guy, put the phone down, finished talking with him, and walked away from the car. Entered my office, looking for my phone. The first thing was for me to panic, my phone. And then I remember this verse. I stopped. I said, Lord, thank you for my phone. I walked out the office. Sis Elizabeth is here. She, she had her bag on her shoulder and she was leaving for the day. And I explained to her what had happened. This lady took upon herself my trouble. In Liberia, we say she took my satoka. <laughs> she, I mean, she left everything she was about to do, went back in her office, and in a matter of an hour, less than an hour, I had my phone back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't be anxious for anything. He says, by prayer and supplication, make your will known to God. Then he says, and the peace. That what? Wait, wait, wait. That surpasses. Your understanding stops here. How God would do it, you do not know. It stops here. The peace of God surpasses your understanding. Your little puny mind cannot understand. You do not know how to do it. But in the kingdom, which you are part of, you have the peace. You want you thinking, you worrying about uh, this business deal. I do not know how it will go down. You're wondering whether you should answer this man and say yes, or you, whether you should approach this young lady and tell her you want to. You don't know her. You don't know that much. You are worrying. He says there, follow the way of peace. Peace is now your GPS. He says it will keep your mind. It will keep your heart in Christ Jesus. Tell somebody you're part of the kingdom. You have righteousness and you have what? Peace. So now I want to go to joy. In the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Psalm 27. Psalm 27, verse 1 to 6. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came up against me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not, though war should rise up against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the day of my life. 
to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of, say that again, for in the time of, can you say that again? In the he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place. Shall he hide me? He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted above all my enemies round about me. Therefore, I will offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, and I will sing praises unto my Lord. You know, the devil loves, and he is used to being respected. As soon as something terrible, he said, in the time of trouble, we just go straight in fear, and he said, yes. We, we are in the kingdom now. When calamity comes against you, like the psalmist says here, I will offer, it's a sacrifice. I don't want to shout because seems some, in some Bibles on the side, it's a sacrifice of shout. I don't feel like shouting. But in the kingdom, hallelujah. <laughs> in the kingdom, I can shout when I do not feel like shouting. When everything is going contrary to me. Hallelujah. Shouting is the thing to do. And the writer of this psalm, David, he knew how to do this. David was moving the ark from wherever <laughs> and David was taking it back to Jerusalem. Everything that showed David that he was a king, David removed. His wife, after his display, looked at David and said, look at you. You know, some people won't come in church and remain cute. You know, dignified. You have fixed your hair. <laughs> when it comes to praising God, <laughs> you know. <laughs> David, he looked at her and told her, let me tell you something. It is not your father who took me from in the bush and made and brought me here. The reason I'm dancing before God is because he is the one who, hallelujah, if you know, if it had not been for God on your side, where would you be? You would be able to give God a shout even now. Woo! Hallelujah! Yes! Give two or three persons a high five and shout hallelujah! Yes! 
Glory, 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 glory. this year Bishop spoke from Psalm 5 verse 11 let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice hallelujah we the righteous people we should be they call us peculiar people you in your office they say they're going to do a downturn you just look at what God has done before and then you just shout, hey! Your office mates, everybody just turn around and look at you. What happened? No, 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 no. Don't forget. Another minute, you just go in the bathroom, open the bathroom, and you just shout in the bathroom, glory! <laughs> Physically, it is therapeutic. When you yell or when you shout, it's good therapy. So just jump up right now and say hallelujah. Whoa, hallelujah. Glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Look. Whilst you are celebrating here and saying hallelujah, God is doing something back at your bank account. God is doing something at your office. God is doing something. Glory! Tell somebody we are in the kingdom now. You have people who will come for prayer meeting. Um, you know, I'm coming from praying. <laughs> and they're all serious. Look, the Bible says in his presence. You can't come from God's presence and then you got your face sour like a pickle. In his presence, there is fullness. Glory. Glory. It is C.S. Lewis who is quoted to say, joy is serious business in heaven. And that is to say, the atmosphere in which God does serious business is one of joy. You see me sweating like this? When I go outside, my wife said, but what are you sweating like this for? I would say, because God and myself will be doing serious business. Hallelujah. 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 He says there, joy is the amniotic fluid within which miracles flourish. When one sinner comes to glory, there is rejoicing in heaven. There is joy 
that's in heaven. Are you listening to me? Rejoice in the Lord always. And Paul says, again, I say, rejoice. Glory. 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 Psalm 119 verse 162 says, I rejoice at your word as one who has found a great spoil. A great treasure. This pastor, I heard this story. Pastor believing God for $3 million to build his church. Oh God, I need $3 million. Oh God, I need $3 million. He says, with a still small voice, he heard God telling him, how would you act if you had $3 million? He said, God, I will rejoice. Then he went back. Oh God, I need $3 million. This is your work, Lord. Oh God. Then he heard again. How would you act if you already had the dream? He said, Lord, I told you I will rejoice. Oh God. <laughs> and then he called himself, Oh, so you want me to act like I already got it because you have already given it to me I don't know what you believe in God for I don't know what you believe in God for because if you knew if you knew, 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 knew that you already have it hallelujah you should be shouting for joy hallelujah you're listening to 7 Seconds on 106LiveRadio.com hmm, My faith looks up to thee. Thy Lamb of Calvary. Praise God. <clears throat> I just thank God for this day and thank God for just blessing me to stand before you this morning. Heavenly Father, I come to you at this hour Thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity that you have afforded me, Lord God, to come and share a word, Lord God, that you have given me. Lord, I pray that this word would go forth in a mighty way and that it will just move in somebody's life, Lord God, to know that it takes faith, Lord, to walk this Christian journey. Lord, I thank you, Father. Just bless each and every one under the hearing of this message. Lord, I thank you. I give you all the honor, praise, and glory, for you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. amen. The word faith, that's the theme of my life, faith. It takes faith to walk this Christian journey. And I've been through a lot, but all because of God has brought me through it. And because of my faith in him, knowing that he is God who can do in and all things. A message to you this morning is a faith that matters. And as Deacon Limas read the scripture from Matthew 9, 18 through 26, also the other 
version of this message. You can find it in Luke, the eighth chapter, and in Mark, the fifth chapter. Today's message is in reference, but before I begin, I just want to um, thank God for letting Brother Baxter come back and be with us this morning. He's been out ill, so thank God for you, Brother Baxter. Thank God for bringing you back. Today's message is in reference to two people who had heard that Jesus was in town. It is about two people who pressed their way to get to the man of God who could heal the sick and raise the dead and feed the hungry. These two people demonstrated that faith matters. Matthew tells us in, this, in his gospel that as, as Jesus is teaching his disciples and others around him, including the scribe and the Pharisees, there came to him a certain ruler of the synagogue whose name was Jairus, as he is also called in Mark and Luke. Jairus, who kneeled down and begged him, Jesus, to come to his house, for he had a daughter who was 12 years of age who was gravely ill. This man, Jairus, wanted Jesus to lay his hands on her because he had heard that Jesus could do things that no one else could do. You have to be careful how you live because your reputation will follow you. You know that Jesus, you know the story of Jesus, how he had been on earth for about 30-some years, how he had come to heal the sick, he had come to raise the dead. He had come to feed the hungry. So wherever he went, there were people following him. And wherever he went, the good news went out into all the regions that he visited. In the other instance, as Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house, Scripture tells us he met the woman who had an issue of blood for 12 long years. And 12 in Christian vernacular means it signifies completeness, also faith. This woman who had the 12 issues of blood, I mean 12 years had been suffering with this blood issue, had heard that Jesus was in town and could do some miraculous things. She had heard that he had a reputation for seeing to the needs of those that were down and out. It is good to have a reputation of no ill report. People will follow you for the good that you do. And we know that Jesus, without sin, no matter where he went, he did good to everyone that he came in contact with. Amen. This woman had spent all of her life earnings and savings on doctors trying to find a cure, but to no avail. She was a woman who lived at a time when the Levitical laws were in existence. During this time, it was important for a woman not only to be identified by family connections, but also function within the conditions that have been created for the, woman, for the women of this society. Most women did their chores and activities along with a group of other women. But this woman had no connection to her family or her peers. The Levitical laws by which she had to live considered her an unclean woman which meant that wherever she went, no one else by law was able to associate with her. And if you go back and read in Leviticus, you will see some of the laws that were laid down. And some of the laws for women were that if they had issues of blood, 
that they were not to associate with anyone, and anyone who associated with them, her, they were unclean. Wherever she sat, it was unclean. If someone came and sat in her seat, it was unclean. She laid in her bed with an issue of blood, it was unclean. If anyone laid in her bed, they were considered unclean. So you see, she had to go through a lot. She had to do everything independently and alone. Obviously, she was ostracized and had faced many hardships because of this illness that she had. But thanks be to God, he is no respecter of persons. He loved her regardless. Sometimes as Christians, we un unintentionally shut others off from the house of God by attitudes. We have prejudice about certain illnesses, certain kinds of trouble, certain weaknesses, lest we forget that all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We have attitudes about how people look or dress or how they talk. We have attitudes about people's backgrounds, where they are from, from the side of the railroad tracks or from the other side of town. These attitudes sometimes make others feel shut out and isolated from the very place where they can receive help or should feel welcome. Those of us who have clothing and shelter, food and family, a job and education, looks and health, still need to hear a word from the Lord because of the problems that arise in our lives. And all of us have problems that we can go back and say how God has brought us through. Moreover, just think how much more word is needed by others, those who are hungry, homeless, and helpless, those who are in ill health, those who are jobless with no are hurt by bitter words are evil-minded people. They need to hear that the news that Jesus says from the guttermost to the uttermost. They need to hear that faith in Jesus matters. They need to hear that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. They need to hear that Jesus frees us from our past, forgetting what is behind and reaching forth to those things which are before, pressing on toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. As we read the story of this woman, we see how her faith motivated her to act. So she pressed away through the crowd, trying to get to the man who made her home. You see, again, how his reputation made others want to come and know all about this man, Jesus, who could do in and all things. So the woman, I can imagine, said, if I could just, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. She said, if I could just touch, she thought that this hemorrhaging that I'm experiencing will go away and this man can make me whole. I can reconnect, she said. I'm sure she imagined that she could reconnect with family and friends and live a decent life. 
If only, if only, if I could just get close to him. Can you imagine her trying to get through the crowd, you know, with the reputation that Jesus, so many were following him, and this poor woman who had been ostracized, trying to get through that crowd, just trying to get to Jesus, knowing that if I can just get close enough to him, I won't have this problem anymore. I will have friends. I will have family be beside me who will be there for me. I can socialize. Oh, like I just want to. Can you imagine, just, just imagine, you know, the crowd all around you and this woman who had heard all about Jesus just trying to press away to get to Jesus. And she continued and continued. And then she finally got through, and at that instance, touched Jesus. The scripture, one of the scripture, the scripture in my, uh, in the New King James Version said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. If I could just touch the hem of his garment. And the scripture says that immediately the fountain of blood was dried up. Can you imagine and then as that happened, it said all the people surrounded him. Jesus asked, who touched me? But he knew it was the woman with the issue of blood. And he says to her, be a good to your daughter. And daughter means that this is the only instance where he calls a woman daughter in the Bible. And it signifies a wholesome relationship. At that moment, she was made whole. Her faith has, had made her well, her faith in Jesus Christ, the only one who could heal her. Jesus noted that her faith made, her faith made the difference, for it was correctly placed in him. Not in man, but in Jesus Christ. Not the garment, but in Jesus Christ. Faith itself does not heal, but rather it is the proper object of that faith that heals, and that is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. As Jesus made his way to Jairus' house, Jairus was met by his friends and was told that his daughter had died. This is the other instance in that particular passage of scripture that Deacon Limus read. So Jesus found the young girl on her bed, others perceiving that she was dead. But when Jesus made his way into her room with James, Peter, and John, and the parents of the girl, he took the girl by her hand and told her, get up, get up. She got up and she walked. A faith that matters. Amen. Only Jesus could do something like that. Amen. Sometimes God has delayed and we have wondered why. That is when we need the special word of faith. Faith from the Lord and we receive it as we spend time in his word. He lets us know that he is with us always to the very end of this age that since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that Christ has taken on our problems and our pain because he has borne our griefs and he has carried our sorrows. He sometimes delays in answering our prayers in order that our faith can be tested. He sometimes, uh, he might not always come when we want him, but we know that he's always on time. The scripture says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Both Jairus and the woman had heard how Jesus had healed the sick, gave sight to the blind, made the lame to walk, called demons out of the possessed, how he had healed Peter's mother, 
how he had fed 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two fish. They perceived that if they could get close enough to where he was, then maybe they stood a chance of being helped. These two, Jairus and the woman with the issue of blood, sought Jesus because something within them implored upon their hearts that Jesus is the man, the man from Galilee, the man who walked on water, the man who calmed the raising sea, the man, the son of God, who was born in a stable surrounded by animals whose earthly parents had no comfortable place to call home. They had heard that Jesus is the king of kings. He's the prince of peace, the bread of life, the light of the world, the lamb of God, the bright and morning star, the Christ, the Messiah, the great physician, the redeemer, the alpha and omega, the good shepherd, Jehovah Jireh, the provider, Jehovah Rafi, the healer. He is the am, I am, the am, I am. He is Jesus Christ the Lord, who came to save those that were lost, who came to heal all manner of illnesses and disease. They had heard that this man had come to make all things new. And so they pressed their way, trying to get to Jesus Christ, who could make them well. The contrast between these two needy people is striking and reveals the, the wideness of Christ's love and mercy. Jairus was an important synagogue officer, and the woman was an anonymous nobody to some. Yet Jesus welcomed and helped both of them. Again, he is no respecter of person. Jairus was about to lose a daughter who had given him 12 years of happiness. And the woman was about to lose an affliction that had brought her 12 years of affliction. Both Jairus and the woman found the answer to their needs at the feet of Jesus. Jairus could go out and testify all that Jesus had done for him. Uh, the woman was able to associate with family and friends. No one would be afraid to be around her because Jesus had healed her. He had taken away the issue of blood. So she was free to go out to the world and tell others about the good news of Jesus. It's good to know, that Je to know Jesus for yourself. These two records of healing are a good lesson for all of us. Not everybody has the same degree of faith, but Jesus responds to faith no matter how feeble it might be. When we believe, he shares his power with us, and something happens in our lives. We begin to grow more in faith, acknowledging that Jesus is God who can do all things. He came to take away the sins of men. As Christians, God endows us with a faith that matters. So what degree is your faith? Just think about the faith that these two people had. So think about your faith. How strong is your faith in Jesus? Faith matters when you want a loved one to be healed, and you go to God asking in faith for a healing and believing in your heart that God will provide in his own way according to his will for the situation, it will be done. The effectual prayer of the righteous availeth much. Having faith to know that Jesus heals has made many sick people well. Every day you hear of people who have been healed by the power of Jesus. You hear of many who have been delivered from the addiction of drugs, alcohol, sexual immorality, infliction of mental and physical abuse on family and friends, 
and other acts of sinful behavior. But these same people, once they discovered a newfound faith in Jesus, they were made whole. They could go out and testify how good God had been to them. Yeah. It takes faith to leave a land and, uh, that you grew up in and go to a place that you've never been to before. Abraham was a man that did that, and so did my grandfather. My grandpa George, who was a preacher, and his family came from the farmlands of Georgia to the farmlands of North Carolina. They left land and home to move by faith to a better place where the land was rich in soil and where he founded a church down in North Carolina called Indian Creek Primitive Baptist Church, which still stands today and is growing strong. It takes faith. It takes a daring faith to tithe when times are tough when the cupboard is almost bare, when the bills are piling up and real income is going down. It takes a daring faith to believe that no matter how long we have labored with our affliction or addiction or problem, that we can still be delivered and healed. It takes a daring faith to believe that God will provide somehow. Somehow he will provide. When you only have a few dollars to put gas in the car or buy fares for the metro to get to work, you look to his word when he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He says, call upon me in the time of trouble and I will answer. David said, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. What a mighty God we serve. It takes faith never wavering faith to believe that your loved one will be delivered from behind prison bars. It takes a wavering faith of faith to believe. Just take Peter for instance. You know the story when he was in jail and there were some in the household uh, praying for him and the prison bars were open and he was able to escape. Take Paul and Silas when they were in jail and they were praying and then God heard their prayers and then the prison bars were open and they were able to leave. It takes a faith to believe that with God all things are possible. It takes a daring faith to believe that when the voice rate is high as it is, relationships can work. When there are so many temptations and distractions, it takes a daring faith to say, I'm going to live single and holy. It takes a daring faith to invite a stranger into your home to give him food, to give him a place to sleep, not asking for anything in return. It takes a daring faith. It takes faith to believe that God is God who can give rest to a weary soul, one who has been toiling in God's vineyard. Come to me, he says, all who labor in a, a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It takes, he said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am lowly and I will give rest to your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Faith that matters is getting closer to Jesus and believing that he is a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. Faith is asking and believing that you will receive. Faith is believing and receiving for a new church home without having to pay one cent. And I think all of us can testify to that. We have faith to come here to start anew. It takes faith to believe that God can do all things, that there is nothing too hard for him. Faith that matters is loving those who talk about you behind your back 
because God is faithful and he will not let any weapon that is formed against you to prosper. Faith that matters is believing that all good things work together for the good for those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. It takes faith. Faith that matters is telling uh, Jesus all about your troubles and watching and waiting patiently for deliverance. He said, the psalmist said, I waited patiently on the Lord and he heard my cry. As I close, I want you to remember faith matters. As we encounter various experiences, challenges, and difficulties, and we all will, feed your faith and doubt will starve to death. The greatest act of faith takes place wherein a man finally decides that he is not God. That he, again, let me say that again. The greatest act of faith takes place when man finally decides that he is not God. So let go and let God. Paul, in his letter to the church at Corinth, implores them to be on guard. Stand firm in the faith, he tells the church. Be strong, be courageous, and do everything in love. Faith matters, believing that when we step outside these doors this day and get into our cards, that God would take us safely home. And when we arise, we will find everything as we have left it. Faith matters, knowing and believing in Jesus Christ, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name above all else, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and every tongue should confess all things in earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So when you give your life to Jesus, you are exercising your faith in the one who has the power to do all things in you. So keep the faith, children, and believe God for his every word. Let faith exercise itself in your life. So I want to leave you with three points. One, faith compels you to trust God. Two, faith compels you to press on toward that mark, believe in God, because he, he hasn't forgotten you. He's there with you. He knows all that you're going through. He knows your heart, and he always will make a way for you. So keep the faith. And three, faith matters when things seem hopeless. Keep your faith in God, not in man, but in God, who can do all things. I know all of you are going through some things. You know, I was told last week they put me on part-time. I hadn't planned to um, leave my job until the end of November as a full-time person, but I was told they're going to put me on part-time. Uh, so I'm keeping the faith, and I know God is going to make a way, and I want you all to keep, a, keep the faith too. No matter what challenges or situations that you're going through, remember God is the one that made you. He's the one that created you. He's the one that has all power to do all things. 
So don't matter. I know it might seem hard, you know, but we can't see. God always already is working things out in your life. So believe that and keep the faith. When he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. May God bless you, children, and keep the faith. Amen. 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 Do you have a passion for okay. radio and wish to be heard globally? Or you just like what we do here on 106 Live Radio? We can help make your dream a reality. You can host your own radio show in our beautiful and comfortable studio settings where all your tools are at your fingertips. Send your request to contact us at 106LiveRadio.com or call 404-910-4589 for details. 106LiveRadio.com where excitement meets diversity. 106 Live Radio features great shows 24-7. Our services include great advertising packages for your business or event on our website and on our fast-growing radio. Host your own show in our beautiful and comfortable studio. Our app also is available on all app stores. Be sure to visit us today at www.106liveradio.com where excitement meets diversity 24-7. Enjoy the best that Mother Nature has to offer with Nature's Pearl Muscadine Juice. Always fresh and never from concentrate. Straight from the vine to your glass with no sugar added. Nature's Pearl Muscadine Juice is a great choice for your family's health. Drink a glass today and enjoy the unique flavor and health benefits of this antioxidant-rich, 100% all-natural grape juice. Nature's Pearl Longevity Products. Visit our website, npstacyuk.youngevity.com. Welcome to SpreadYourMinistry.com. Question. Have you ever thought about what it would be like to establish and encourage your online web and social presence for your church, ministry, or even nonprofit organization? Having a strong website with multiple social media accounts ensures that your ministry, church, and nonprofit offers avenues of timely, critical response and engagement, and it promises a real presence to those searching for answers. Whatever you post or update online should reflect the true identity of your organization. SpreadYourMinistry.com will manage your organization's websites and social media accounts to have a familiar vision, mission, and purpose to your liking. Allow us to help build your organization with some of our custom services in web design, context building and branding, search engine optimization. Find your site at the top of Bing, Google, YouTube, and social media as a whole. It might be difficult to get someone to visit your organization. However, a touching post on your Facebook page or Twitter may be the avenue to grab their attention. We'll even set goals on how many more fans, followers you want and include updates about reaching that number while we make reaching your goal fun. We want you to be true to your mission and goals. Social media is one of the most effective and far-reaching tools of communication. We know that with our services, your organization will have a far more meaningful and impactful presence online. Don't let this great opportunity pass you. Go ahead and click the Buy Now button to take advantage and see more details on how our Ruby, Emerald, and Diamond services can best 106 Live Radio features great shows 24-7. Our services include great advertising packages for your business or event on our website and on our fast-growing radio. Host your own show in our beautiful and comfortable studio. 
Our app also is available on all app stores. Be sure to visit us today at www.106liveradio.com where excitement meets diversity 24-7. Want to finally launch your online course but you don't know how to talk to your audience and get them to sign up and buy? Or maybe you're just stuck with technology and the cost of actually getting things going. Well, no worries. I can help. For over 15 years, I've been helping people just like you gain control of their time, show their customers new possibilities, and gain that financial freedom we all dream about through online courses. It doesn't matter if you have trouble focusing on the right tasks, don't know how to organize your information, or you've bought other courses and they just got you stuck. I can help you launch your online course and set you up for success. So go to www.startgrowscale.com forward slash course to apply for this once in a lifetime masterclass. Once you fill out our simple survey, you'll be able to schedule a call with me for free to discuss your goals and see where my team and I can help you launch that course. So again, go to www.startgrowscale.com forward slash course to apply. That's www.startgrowscale.com forward slash Are you thinking of changing your marketing strategy? 106 Live Radio is the solution you need to promote your goods and services. For a limited time only, we are offering special advertising rates on our fast-growing radio network. We can also help you create an audio commercial or a website banner that fits your business needs. It is just that simple. Visit our website at 106liveradio.com or call 404-910-4589 Real up-to-date gospel music that allow me to... Um, it's time to cross over. Here go. Today I folded my hands over you, shed a few tears, and thank God for you. See, I tried giving love in the past, but I guess he was saving. That's oh, yeah. for me to the Oh, God, Sit this to you, get my dress right. <gasps> Netflix and chill out, ain't it sweet? He'll bless you too if you just believe. We cuddled up like three degrees. Let's get what the Lord has done for me. This song came out, and I was like, oh, is this gospel? Can I play this on the church van when we drive up to the guest churches? Because I don't need the saints looking at me like I'm crazy. And come to find out, it was gospel, and I had everybody hooked on the like bombs. Yo, give me one for Aretha. Today I folded my hands over you. Shed a few tears, and thank God for you. Thank you See, I tried giving love in the past, but I guess he was saving oh, Saves the best for last. Oh God, just show it off. That's the way he does it. Like Mary, Mary, but no, it's just Mary. <laughs> Forrest Gump, church pew and some chocolate. Drippy in my times, I'm so awkward lit. Fifty fairy tales, wishing well. Hit the best scenes, we wish you well. I'm around my world, equator. Why we on these doorsteps, newspaper. 
If you tell your mama I'm a church dude, she'll let me slide through the crib like a house shoe. Today I know you take my hand over you. Shed a few tears and thank God for thank you. See, I tried. You tried. He's always covering you. Uh-huh. He saves the best for last. Don't worry about the past. Celebration is last. I'm on an airplane. And the destination of this flight is to the other side. Guess I had to go there. Guess I had to come here, yeah. I know where I'm from, but now I'm headed where I'm going, right?
Now you can go and tell all the rest.
times. It takes the bad days to appreciate the good ones. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. 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 To every winner, every champion, every overcomer. Forget it. The sin wasn't gonna make it. The sin couldn't be done. 
You know what it is, it's your boy Colin the Kingdom Consultant, aka to the aka, aka your favorite pastor's favorite pastor, back in the building again on this beautiful Sunday morning. Praise God for you guys listening to us and worshiping early this clock. We have a special, special guest here, Miss Johnson is in the building from Act Like a Lady, Think Like God. Dot com movement LLC taking over the Jesus movement. Y'all stay tuned. Miss Johnson, man, say hello to the people then. Hi, people. <laughs> <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Amen. So, yeah, so we here. We just want to talk more about this conference. You guys got a huge conference coming up uh, November 1st and 2nd. Um, the first time you guys started was actually last year. But um, I just want the listeners to know who is Miss Johnson? That is a loaded question. Yeah, we 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 <laughs> all for the loadedness. That is a loaded question. Uh, Charlize J, she is a most first and foremost a child of God. Amen. First and foremost, Amen. Um, she is also entrepreneur, but she has is the head of this movement. Act like a lady, think like God, and God gave me this baby literally almost what two years ago now, and it's literally crazy how God will give you something that you think is so small, but how He blows up and just kind of blows on it, and so. For me right now, I'm a conference host. I am a speaker, entrepreneur, but yes, I am a child of the Most High God. An author, an author, a yes, filmmaker. You know, all Come these on things. now. You know, I you just try to keep it. Done. I try to keep it humble. I try to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I try to keep it here. But no, I'm also yes, I am also a filmmaker. I do a little cooking. Um, uh oh, wait, we got cooking. Like, I, what kind of? Wait, first of all, where are you from? Where are your parents from? Baltimore, Baltimore. Okay, Baltimore is mm-hmm. so American. So what kind of food are we talking now? We're talking Italian. We're talking soul food. I specialize in soul food. Okay, okay. okay. Food. So it's not just food. rice and fried chicken. It's not just rice and fried chicken. I could do... I actually went to culinary school. Oh, okay. So, excellent. yeah, I have culinary skills. Um, so, yeah, cooking, meal prepping, wow. all those things. The whole nine. The whole that's nine. excellent, excellent. Yes. So talk more about this conference that's coming up here in November. Yes, so this conference, uh, literally, it's called Sister, Sister. To brother brother army arise again it's november 1st through the 2nd we're so incredibly excited about it i know last year we had a conference it was strictly catered to women but god placed it really heavily on my heart that this is the season that men and women need to join together and so that is literally how army arise was birthed and we're really excited about it excellent excellent now you guys got a big um a big pool of uh, um, speakers here so talk a little bit about like how you reached out to these speakers and what do these speakers give to this conference you know because i know Mm -hmm. you definitely have to seek guidance compared you guys have Mm -hmm. a big following Mm -hmm. and you have to make sure too that the type of people that you pick definitely correlate to what you're doing and i know that had to be super strategic for you to align these speakers to come through Mm -hmm. and you know and, and talk to the people so let us know about you know the speakers who you have involved and how God directed your steps to put them in place for the different subjects you guys are talking about. That's real because whenever you do anything, I think people um, always, well, some people may not do the proper due diligence because you can't share your sure. platform, your share, share your influence with everyone. When God gives you steward over people's souls, you have to be very intentional about who you have to come and speak. Right, sure. And so for me, I feel like this how God placed this together, I just knew it was nothing but God. So I'm going to share with who we have speaking. Pastor Dominic and First Lady Leslie Osei. We have Mr. Dwayne Williams Jr. We have David and Ella. And we also have Marcus 
Rogers. Now, a lot of these people I had connected through um, social media, mm. and I had the opportunity to actually uh, visit their ministries in person. Oh, wow. That they were really credible and all of these things. So the Osei's amazing ministry in Connecticut, Kingdom Full Tabernacle, their ministry is incredibly powerful. Right. I've gone to a couple of their uh, events in their ministry. They're like that anointing is is real. Mm. Okay, mm. Um, Dwayne Williams Jr. I was actually connected with Miss Bassani. Okay. Um, Basani uh, for his purpose. His purpose. Um, and so he's local to Baltimore. I think the, one of the great things with him is like he's heavily engaged in the Baltimore community. So mm. he has a voice of what's mm. going on in this region that Excellent. he'll be able to offer at the conference, which I love. Uh, David and Ella. Ella, she actually spoke at the conference last year and I connected with her at an event. See, that's the thing. You never recognize. You might go to one event like last year or years from now and right. God will properly position and realign you and like okay this is why I had you go here because this connection needed to make, be made for this time and this Most season definitely. and so I'm incredibly excited about them they actually just got married oh congrats yes congrats. and their testimony is incredibly powerful I think one of the aspects that's very important is relationships in the kingdom mm. um, even going through courtship and things like that that's one aspect that we really need to talk about and so I love their perspective and testimony on that and so that's why I brought them in and Marcus Rogers I was just drawn to his ministry through social media I know a lot of people um, some people they don't like to talk the tr the true true word of God mm, the, the unadulterated true, true word of you know, God they like man let's dig deeper so what is the true true the, true, the unadulterated not watered right. down um, not just the feel good mm -hmm. okay God is going to bless you exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask right, right, the right, full right. gospel really um, and so I know his prophetic eye is crazy amazing and so God literally placed all of this together and I'm like, I just feel so blessed. And I'm like, I'm this girl. I literally, I mean, I don't have a big church backing me, right. but I got a big God backing Amen. me, okay? There you go. That's all you and need, And so though. that's all that's I all need. need that's all I need. And so I'm just incredibly blessed. I'm incredibly honored of how he has orchestrated and connected me with these amazing individuals. And I know that what's going to happen in this space and time, November 1st through the 2nd, is going to be something that's unprecedented. It's going to be a major move of God. And I'm incredibly excited about it. Amen. I ain't even going to front. When I pull this sub, shout out to Live Man, when he yeah. put this to my attention I was, I was kind of excited about it really? and even you, because I was like I like the movements you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying that you guys are doing to empower women mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and to see this when I see a little bit of your background mm -hmm. I saw this was inspired by a relationship yeah. that you had went through now I mean what stemmed from that relationship that you know Child. that brought you to this moment now Child. shout out to the <laughs> Because Listen, let me tell you, bless the accents. I they think help the you Lord. become a let's better a, person. Let's give a shout out. Let's give a round of applause. If I could stand up and give them a round of applause, let's give them a round of applause. No, seriously. No I shade. Think, no shade. No shade at all. Nice. Like I, I, I'm so incredibly thankful. And the only the way that you know that God is moving is the fact that you can literally thank your exes, that you can pray and love and just be appreciative. Like who says you know he didn't cheated and he didn't lie to you? And you're gonna say, oh, mm. I'm just so thankful. That's God. Right, you know. Right, 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 um, right. but like. Like you were hitting to um it was a relationship well three or four years ago now i was a pk raised okay. in the church uh -oh, and things like BK, that you know shout out pasavani you know <laughs> um and so you know i grew up in the church but i think that's one thing when you grow up in the church sometimes god is so close that you can't see him mm. 
sometimes you're so into that into that environment that you kind of miss it you kind of take it for granted you know what i'm saying and so for me i started you know kind of having my own life experiences go to college and things like that i get out of college and i'm in this crossroads in my life because at that time it's like you really get to start making your own decisions not that you haven't before but after college it's like okay what are we going to do what are we going to do and so for me i got a job i started dating this guy um, seven months or so, and I actually found out that he was in fact married with a whole family. Oh, and that joint. <laughs> let me tell you, because oh, let me just tell you, because prior to that portion, like Charlize was never the one to open up to be emotionally. No, nah, I wasn't. I just wasn't my mo. Because I was like, no, nah, y'all ain't gonna get me. Right, I ain't gonna right, get right, God. Right. She got God. <laughs> <laughs> she got God. And um, I was like, oh God, what are we gonna do now? I started crying, my ball- bawling my eyes out. I'm saying, okay, so I guess we gotta go back to God because. <laughs> I need something here. I need I need to feel like that there's something more to this. And so I did. I sought God like never before. Amen. And he started revealing things to me. I actually took that experience. I created a short film. So that filmmaking aspect oh, wow. came in. It was called Adulterated, inspired by that wow. true story. And then I took that and turned it into a book, mm. which is called Adulterated. Excellent. And then God started to speak to me. As I started to promote that, I started to do encouraging videos. And he dropped in my spirit, act like a lady, think like God. Wow. And I posted that on Instagram one day. And it had like a crazy liking. And I was like, oh, okay. This might be a little right, something. Right, right, right. And so I put it on a t-shirt. And I thought it was just like a t-shirt situation. But that's the thing. When I talk about God giving you something, and you think it's just one thing. But God right. is like, okay, I'm just giving you this and showing you this now. Because that's all you can handle right mm. now. Okay. So I moved on that. I moved, immediately moved on that. Created a t-shirt line. Created the page. I started doing inspirational videos and then that started to have uh almost weekly uh live chats with the ladies creating a kind of like a community and people started reaching out and saying oh are you going to have retreats and i was like wow okay and so i I literally within a year's time we got together we had our first conference um and that was for the ladies and now this year god has expanded the vision to include men i'm like man thank god for the brothers because let me tell you we had to do something y'all to have such a strong powerful movement though Mm -hmm. where women get together and i think that's what disappoints me Mm -hmm. for for men right because when you come up in church let's not lie you got 80 percent of the women that's in church but now where the men at yeah you know what i'm saying that's really my heart like i really want to see i really want the men to get out here because we always have a plethora of women's events women be packing the house but i believe in this generation in this age that there will be a, a like an outpouring of men in women together pouring themselves out before God and it's going to be such a unity and that's really what uh army arises about and we need it and one thing that I liked when you have the shirt that's um mm-hmm. think like a what's the shirt say for men yes I mean for the <laughs> men it's sad we got like three things she got one <laughs> Two little shirts. You know, I need, the women I, got bathing suits and all that. I need more men spokesperson, okay? <laughs> right, right, right. I need right, more right. men spokesperson, but yeah, act like a man, think like God. So, what does that mean? Act like a man, think like God. Literally, so when you break it down, a lot of what we, a lot of the situations that we find ourselves in is a byproduct of what? our thoughts right 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 our actions are byproducts of our thoughts and so when you retrain your mind you change you change your actions so when you act like a lady of course there's certain things there's a difference between acting like a lady and acting like a man is two totally different things and i felt heavily on my spirit because 
I think a lot of times we like to confuse these gender roles. We have men wanting to act like women and women wanting to act like men. Talk and that's not it. the way that God created Talk it. There's a specific it. identity and gender roles that he's created for a woman and True. for a man. True. And so we need to operate in that. And But also ultimately is thinking like God, having the perspective in mind of God, renewing your mind. Because mm-hmm. when I started to renew my mind in God, that's when my actions started Amen. to change. That's when I started to conform his image. That's Amen. when I started to have a peace, a solid peace, mm-hmm. a solid anchoring. And so... I like that. that. I like that because you know this whole month we focusing on submission mm. um, and submitting to God. Submitting to God. Yeah. So I think you know we're acting like a man and thinking like God. We always talk about renewing your mind. Mm-hmm. You understand? We always talk about knowing who you are and whose you are. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, one thing that we heard Fantasia had talked mm, about. She that had that so discussion good. about you need to submit to your husbands mm-hmm. or whatever to your man and a lot of people took that out of context because at the end of the day like pastor vani said he said if i'm not following the lord mm-hmm. in this marriage run far away from me yeah you understand what i'm saying now how does submission play into thinking like a man or thinking like a woman and acting like a guy when yeah. you're asked to be submissive submission. you know in the bible i think that's at the core that starts if you like you mentioned like submission submission doesn't start just in marriage submission doesn't just start in relationships you have to practice Amen. have a practice a habit of submission Thank even you. before the man or woman comes like if you can't submit to the almighty god mm-hmm. there is no hope for you to submit to to submit unto, 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 unto anybody else right, right. and so when you submit unto god you'll start to have those proper characteristics you start to have the heart of god which will make it easier to love somebody else uh-huh. Keyword, I like that. I like that point, love. So now I'm gonna I'm 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 turn it right quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna twist it up a little bit. Yeah. So everybody talking about that situation with uh, Amber, who shot that young man in um, mm-hmm. Texas when he got 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. And our pastor have put something up like this is what true love looks mm-hmm. like when the um, when the guy forgave the mm-hmm. officer. He got under fire I know, about I that it. you know yeah. so i mean what's your take on that where because the main thing i like you said when it comes to submission is that love. love you know what i'm saying but when it comes to situations like this where somebody has wronged you mm-hmm. or wronged your fellow brother mm-hmm. or sister or whatever the case may be i mean is it right for you to show love in that context or do mm-hmm. we still be vengeful i mean mm-hmm. what's your take on that love called to love covers a multitude of sins i think at the foremost i think seeing that really raises a trigger it really brings something different when you're able to show love to literally someone who's literally taking something so important to you people look like okay so what's what's going on here how can he do that and that proves to the love and testament of god when jesus christ died on the cross i said he thought we was well I, i wasn't there but they did it they killed him. <laughs> they did it. I ain't do it. But it's it's just love. Literally, when you see acts like that, it really proves and shows the heart of God. And so, for me, I thought it was beautiful. Okay. But you know, a lot of people, when you don't have the heart of God and you don't have the mind, and that's why it's not surprising to me that a lot of people. But it is surprising because some Christians were like, mm, but then I would have to question you. I ain't gonna say that. Can I say that? <laughs> of course, man. I would have to crush, question your Christianity. You have to. I, you have to. So my thing, it, when we talked about it, we said that was definitely the Holy Spirit in mm, that dude. Because I think flesh, I personally couldn't be able to do that in yeah. flesh. Because when you, you when can. you think about it, I was having this conversation yesterday. And when you go deeper into it, it's like, um, it's saying that this guy was 30. Mm-hmm. He probably had 30 more years of his life. 
so then you devalue this person's life who doesn't get yeah. to carry Tony Tilnius to this person or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. So then when you go deeper into it, when you look at other situations, like they compared it to um, a young man shot a police dog, got 45 years in yeah. jail, a woman um, shot, um, shot um, did a warning shot, got 20 years for that. A white woman actually killed somebody, first degree murder, mm -hmm. when intentions of doing this and only gets... 10 so you know when in a case like this is like when you act like a woman or act like a man and think like god mm -hmm. you know re-changing your trajectory and your mindset it's like you got to dig deep into your, into that to that spirit man spirit woman mm -hmm. to pull something like because honestly i'm, I'm telling you truman johnson <laughs> I, I don't think i could have did that <laughs> Because here, because here this though, yeah. you know, you, you could Chris, you could question my Christianity. <laughs> I, I ain't business, you feel me? So, because it's like it's like saying that. Um, so then they said after the situation, after he hugged him, that the judge came down and hugged her too. Mm -hmm. Like, you you know that movie? Um, when they see us, do you think any one of them judges or prosecutors? Oh, I didn't see that. I, I knew down? I couldn't handle that movie, so I didn't watch it. You see, and I didn't see either come down and hug any one of them boys mm -hmm. after the fact because only when this film was brought up everybody was like oh I'm not, I don't want to be behind that person I don't want to represent that mm -hmm. person so I mean when you have a society like that I mean how do we act like the man or woman and think like God because it seems like we did flesh gotta die yeah daily. the flesh you have to crucify your flesh very daily like you said in the flesh in your flesh you wouldn't be able to right, in your right, flesh right. you would not be able to hug that woman but that's when the spirit of God that's that's mm. and I think a lot of people Talk about it. Talk about it, girl. The Holy Spirit. There's a difference between being a believer in Jesus Christ and then having the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Because the indwelling of the Holy Spirit will have you do certain things that in your flesh you would not be able to do. Sure. Um, but also we have to recognize that earth is not, we're not just confined to this time. Just because somebody doesn't get justice or what you feel to be justice on this side does not mean they will not get justice on the other side. Thank you. And that's the thing. Some people just get so limited perspective. Oh, okay. Well, she only got whatever. How many years did she get? Ten. Ten years. Then she somebody probably else. Do, end up doing six. Yeah, 10 years or 40 years. God is the ultimate judge. Although they may not get justice, only he knows, you know, what people properly do. I don't know. I, I can't say that. But we cannot confine it to just this side. And when right. you look in, again, when you look based on your flesh and your limited human perspective and that's another thing about thinking like god god will give you a higher perspective he'll show you the grand you talk about seeing in the future god will show you some things that what he's really doing behind the scenes mm. but again acting like a man acting like a lady and thinking like god and you know you'll be able to have that perspective again we're not just confined to this side right. justice is still on the other side as well so. amen amen look at that this is <laughs> preach go ahead <laughs> johnson the pk coming out <laughs> So, you know, and this is why I stress, I stress, so stress November 1st. And where is it going to be? November 1st At and the 2nd. BWI Marriott. BWI mm -hmm. Marriott. I mean, more of this will be definitely illustrated on different topics. Can you speak on some of the topics that are going to yeah, be Yeah, so we're going to be talking about, um, I talked about David and Ella. We're going to be talking about courtship. Um, the concert on Friday night, we haven't really touched on the con concert on Friday night. That's oh. literally going to be an opening concert. That's where live is coming. And so okay. really, that's just going to be a really great time. Um, and then we'll talk about aspects of the community, but ultimately it's topics that's going to edify and literally help you get your fight back because there's a variety of areas that we've literally been living defeated in. And so so I believe what the speakers will offer will offer you um, ways to be able to activate that spark in your life and get your fights all the way back Excellent. in the name of Jesus. Who's your artist? 
uh, live and right. Basani for his birthday. Oh, okay, okay, he, he excellent. Be too. Okay, well. excellent, excellent. Yes. Now, I just want to ask because I know you said you had an outpouring of men coming to you saying we need something like this. What mm-hmm. were some of the things that you saw or you heard some of the men were talking about saying, man, we got to be a part of this? Well, actually, I haven't had any. <laughs> But Wait, I, what Lord, I recognize the Lord just put it on your spirit. The Lord that, just really okay. put it on my spirit, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, Lord, we're gonna go." But I, I, through the grapevine, I've heard that you know we don't have a lot of men things, but I also haven't seen like men and women events compi- combined to have like a great mix of both. Right. And I was like, whenever I see a need, that's the thing. When you see a need, when you see a problem, I'm just the one that says, "Okay, what are we gonna do and create right, a solution?" Right, right, and so. Amen. I, I like that. So she's definitely calling y'all out, man. You know what I'm saying? If you guys are in the DMV area, even if you're in Houston, Texas, wherever you are, grab man, a plane, come through, grab a bus, get a ticket, mm-hmm. and make sure y'all get edified in the spirit. Now, like you say, get your fight back. Yeah. Now, what do you mean by that? Like okay. people who may have been depressed or yeah. they straight far away from God. Mm-hmm. I mean. I think there's a there's another there's two different aspects. I think there's I really also want to target those um, even those that you guys are listening that are listening under the sound of my voice under the sound of my voice. I hey, sound man. like a preacher, preacher <laughs> under the sound of my voice. <laughs> um, uh, those that may not even know God, right? May not even know Jesus Christ, and so we want those to come out as well. But there are some Christians who are literally are believers but live defeated lives, are literally walking dead. Believers that are living dead, like a non-purposeful life. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, and I think it goes back to the thing of the Holy Spirit and having that relationship and having that experience with God. There's a difference. We talk about it. I think we talk about it a lot, but it's a difference between going to church and having and being the church. Huh. It's a difference with going to church and actually having a relationship with God. Right. And when you start to have a relationship with God and he starts to move in you, you start to see things. He starts to show you things. You're like, my God, what can I not do? Because you actually start to see his power and his majesty for yourself. And so I think a lot of times, uh, some of us as Christians, we just live uh, at the minimum, you know, going to church. But there is a power. There is a level. There's dimensions that is waiting for you when you um, kind of press in. And so I believe also sometimes we have to get into different experiences and different atmospheres um, to find that. And so... Mm. So I want to um, get in specifics now mm-hmm. into how can we get our fight back mm-hmm. for the younger generations, mm. for the Gen, was it the Gen Z now? Gen Z, are we on Gen Z? Or was X, it? X, Y, Elemental P? X, Y, That extra, the extra generation, because that generation is extra. Mm. You know what I'm saying? How can we empower mm. and give the fight back to the youth because i was just listening to some reports about the suicide yeah. you know between um like four and 20 not four age seven and 24 and that's taking the kids more than um gun violence and anything else combined mm-hmm. that you know this suicide situation is you know taking them out not only that but then some of the craziness that they're doing out here yeah. on um on, on YouTube and on Instagram, I seen this one lady at the Brooklyn Zoo. One of the young kids jumped in the um, a jumped lion, in the line. Lion's den. Okay, like, Daniel. Come on. I know, right? <laughs> like, what's Daniel, going on? How do we, you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. get them to think more like men and women? I think God. honestly, it's seeing more examples of men and women of God mm. doing exactly just that. Um, I, I believe the Lord has given will will give me more influence in that area. But literally being able to see someone that's you know, 
fly, you know, looking like them, but still, you know, no one noticing that there's a um, there's a power, there's an authenticity about them. And so I think ultimately it is with the connection and relationship, just seeing that, seeing it. And, and for those of us who are operating and not being afraid to go out and being able to connect with that generation because it's an army and the army is not just the old generation the army is the young generation um, and so I think that's the key so then what do you say to the, some of the older generations that mm. are not relevant and are losing the young generation I say tap into the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit mm. will tell you what's, what's in time for this generation there you go there, man. she don't. got answers for everything <laughs> she don't play <laughs> tap into the holy spirit because definitely like i said the holy spirit led me to what was needed in this time and i know for sure that this is god the holy spirit if you're tapped into it and not tapped into your tradition or your religiosity he will reveal to you what is needed for this time Mm. i like that and one of the the biggest aspects i like that you guys are doing that you brought us speaking in is for the community Mm -hmm. especially for baltimore Mm -hmm. uh one thing personally for me uh, I love the prisons. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. I don't like being in a prison, but mm-hmm. I like sewing that scene and going back into the prisons. Me and uh, Pastor Reverend George, we go in there once a month awesome. and um, do prison ministry in there. And I think, um, so my thing, like I had a conversation just yesterday, is that, um, you know, some people get incarcerated and they want to come back out and say, oh, I want to become a lawyer to help the people who've been wronged mm-hmm. and what have you. My whole thing is prevention. Mm. The system, it is what it is. System been like this for years. Yeah. That's one thing I don't think that's going to change. You know what I'm saying? But I think one thing we can do is try to prevent. So to go into these, some of these places and to be that like mm-hmm. sow that seed. Yeah. Now with this conference now, where do you see this going into the community? What things are you guys going to do? So help? even after this, um, it's not just confined to conferences. I want to be able to continue this even after the conference, men and women's meetups, but also community service efforts, reaching out into the community, into the region, men and women working hand in hand, side by side, like almost to the times of, I don't know, what's those March on Washington? What's, what's the thing they used to do in the man, South? Man. What well, they used to see what's the um the march on the on um in georgia martin luther king jr but that type of imagery men and women oh, wow. literally side by side like working together in the community and that's amen yeah come in like it's not just confined to the conference it's not just confined to the conference amen. not just confined to events because you know events are cute things events are amazing but the change it. is Talk what when you're actually making a change in the community <laughs> some <laughs> people let me take over this piece of lawn listen, and give away water and stuff like listen, that then after that then listen, that's a wrap when you feed the needs of the people the their their fleshly needs mm. they're not their fleshly needs but their basic human needs um they'll be able to connect me oh okay cool so what you got going on yeah amen so then i want to talk a little bit about you guys have this life group mm-hmm. you have a, a monthly life group yeah we haven't started that up yet okay yeah, I'm thinking I might actually do that after the conference because this conference is, if anybody knows what goes into putting on a conference, it is a big thing. So we might pick that up, actually might pick that up in 2020, okay. uh, the year of clarity and sights and vision, all the things. So yeah, we might pick that up in um, 2020. All right, so more about it in 2020. 2020, yeah. All right, excellent, excellent. And with this conference thing, I mean... I'm sure that what what testimonies have you heard from the last conference that oh, kind of helped so you? Yeah, good. so good. Um, there was one young lady who came, and she had come in, and she was like, "Yo, 
I know God is calling me to do a business. Um, she didn't know where the Lord wanted her to go. Literally during the conference, I had them do an exercise. I was speaking and she said the Lord showed her clear as day, the logo and the vision. Wow. And she moved on it. She's literally doing the branding and all of the things. I'm like, wow. And then there was another young lady who, you know, she was getting back to God and her spiritual walk. And she said when she walked up out of that place, it was like a refreshing hit her. It was such a, like, almost like a spiritual awakening. But even for myself, like, I felt like, I don't want to sound too spiritual. I hope I'm not sounding too spiritual, y'all. <laughs> but I just felt like I went up in another level of the spirit. I felt hey, like, man. oh, Lord, I didn't, I didn't increase super my ranking. Christian out there, I'm man. a super Christian now, you know? <laughs> and so, um, so those are a couple of the testimonies. But even the, the connections and the relationships that were formed, like covenant relationships, it's just amazing. I believe God has given me the, I don't know what to call it, the grace to connect people. I don't know what you call that, but. Got that drip for Jesus. Oh, no, I got that drip for Jesus. Praise you, the Lord. Amen. Amen, man. Y'all heard it first, man. So go ahead and let the people know one more time where they can go ahead and buy tickets. Yes. Uh, the website, any social medias you want them to stay in tune with, how we could find you, any future projects. I mean, let the people them know. Yes, so it's going to be www.actlikealadythinklikegod.com backslash army arise. But if you just go to www.actlikealadythinklikegod.com, you'll find it there. There's an amazing little pop-up that you can register. Um, but we're also on social media at Act Like A Lady Think Like God. Amen. <laughs> and then what about you personally? Do you have any? Yeah, um, so that that's one of my major ones. That's kind of one that's uh, heavily on, but also Charlie's J underscore. So that's where I do like the food, the actual food cooking type of situation. Oh, wow. So yeah. wait, you got a cooking show and everything you, you do? or Better speak prophetically. Oh, amen. Put it in. Look at that. Food network <laughs> is coming. Food network is coming or Charlie's network. I don't know. Uh, I might need to create my take own. Take it over. I might need to create my own network, but y'all, all of that is coming. God is just so... God is so amazing. Taking over. So then any last remarks, anything that you want to specifically talk to the ladies, um, why they should be here, and just any words, uh, inspiration you want to let them know this morning? I believe, I know sometimes you may say, you know what, conference this, woman empowerment this. What makes this event different? I think I know for sure that this is something that is totally God. I was like, I Charlize didn't create this up. But I think a lot of times, we need to get up out of our comfort zones. And so if you are hearing me, you're listening to me, you're like, okay, this sounds good. She sound like, she sound cool. Okay, maybe something's going on here. I want you to come. I want you to get up out your comfort zone. It's something about getting out of your comfort zone. Nothing good ever comes from comfort zone. Growth does not come from comfort zone. I want you to come. I I can almost guarantee you'll, you'll receive whatever it is you need to receive in this atmosphere. Covenant relationships. Um, divine appointments God is going to meet you so if you feel something in your spirit I think also sometimes we start to feel certain things in our spirit even before I knew Holy Spirit like you you feel something in your spirit that is Holy Spirit urging you and pulling you so if you feel that I need you to listen to that I need you to be in the building November 1st through the 2nd and ladies the fellas are coming so you might find somebody <laughs> I'm just Boaz saying in the building, I'm just <laughs> saying you might I don't know Amen, amen. But yeah, come on out. Again, act like a lady, think like Amen. We appreciate you coming out this morning. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. I greatly appreciate it. Definitely, awesome. definitely. And you definitely got to come back, give a little praise report after. Yes, um, for sure. Make sure the people that hear the testimonies and feel inspired to come again and come and support your movement as well. Yes. And if you guys have been listening to this broadcast and you guys are in the DMV area, mm-hmm. 
feel compelled you want to you know join church this morning or you want to join this kingdom that we've been talking about all morning feel free to come out here 16227 bachelor forest road only maryland we have service at 9 30 and 11 yeah just stop by and if you're listening right now you do not have a relationship with christ we just urge you right now to just ask god to forgive you of your sins and make him the leader the you want to follow him in christ give your life to him this morning this afternoon come up in church you know what i'm saying just get that holy spirit in you that we talked about we just praise god for you guys listening right now in the seven second show with your boy con the kingdom consultant aka to the aka and we just want to bless you this morning praise god I 